previously on Critically Stupid. I'm going to assume that y'all just need a refresher on the last episode because you definitely watched it, right? Right? So as you may recall from your watching the episode, we found ourselves at the entrance of a temple that for some reason Arnold, Cerulean, and Garrett for that matter were a little afraid about entering so anyway, Arnold and Cerulean feel like they got to put on a disguise. I'm not even 100% sure where Gareth went, but we went in and found that they're, as I suspected, not dangerous and just building things. We meet Charlie, who then introduces us to Nim, who, who is a nimble right. Charlie was under the impression that Nim was the only nimble right, but we knew that wasn't true because we've seen nimble rights before. Nim shares with us that they've been building things using just bits and scraps from around the temple, but apparently did not have permission to be doing so. He then goes on to share that after he builds things, and by by things we mean other nimble rites, he leaves the window open, someone else comes in and breathes life into them, which is concerning. Also concerning, we learn that Lady Gralhund came around and asked to buy a nimble right, which again is is strange considering that most people thought there there was only the one. Nim thankfully had the foresight to to make a, a nimble right detector, so so we we took that, and when we left the temple, Gareth, who showed up again at some point. Again, not entirely sure where where he went, but shows up also disguised. Uh, pulls out the scroll that he has. The scroll was talking about speaking with the dead. So I guess we're on our way to um, speak uh, speak with with the dead. Not so bad. Why are you blue? Dabba dee dabba dabba. Class, class. All right. 
Yeah. Does anybody have any questions before we get going? Can I have a million dollars? Absolutely, yes. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to soon to be world famous, critically uh, fuck shit tits. Ooh. <laughs> I'm Shaq with. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to soon-to-be world-famous podcast, Critically Stupid. Uh, I am your uh, friendly neighborhood dungeon master, Alexander James. My favorite part about last episode was uh, Cerulean's totally real character voice that Katie slipped into like a glove. It was so different from her regular voice, I almost said something. My name, my name, uh, shit, I'm your favorite, oh, fuck. I'm your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, Gareth. And uh, my favorite part of last episode was when Nim tried to scare Arnold and instead he was inspired for a new <laughs> painting. I'm Katie and I play Cerulean. And my favorite part about last episode was the fact that Alex was point blank about to say exactly what was on that piece of paper to Gareth, except Gareth can't read. So, um, Garion was so kind to remind him. No, I do not know what it says. Which was it would have been so it would have been so easy for Garion to be like, yeah, I can read that. Tell me what it is. Yeah, but that's way less funny. (laughs) Way less cool too. (laughs) I'm Anthony. I play Arnold, and my favorite part of last episode was when we spent you know 25 minutes looking in a window and trying to figure out uh, what was going on inside. (laughs) <laughs> and we literally could have walked through the door. We could have walked through the door. We yeah, we have to. And we did actually. actually. You know what's crazy is I I do believe there was a member of the party that said, "Hey, what if we just walked in and nobody listened to this person? Nobody <laughs> ever listens to Mel. It's a running look. We can't abandon ship now. We never listened to her, so we can't ever. We can't pretend like it's a bit. We're not going to pretend <laughs> like this is a funny <laughs> little joke. I, I don't know if it like. Just nobody listens to me. Maybe I'm not loud enough. Uh, hi, my name is Diana. I play Mel and nobody listens to me. <laughs> What's your favorite part of the last episode, homie? You didn't have one. That part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if people listen to me and just walked in. I mean, I just walked in. She and actually I, already said her favorite part and no one listened. I probably did, honestly. I actually introduced myself first also, but nobody listened. So I just introduced myself again. So before we jump into the episode, uh, we all leveled up. Well, we I didn't level up shit. Um, you all leveled up to level three. Uh, I'd love to hear a little bit about how your characters uh, leveled up. Let's start with Bestie. Well, you got to do me like that. I'm, I am 100% sure. I, I don't know how to answer the question. Like, what are you looking to know? Like, Did, did, did uh, Mel... Like, so Mel picked up some extra hit points? Yes? Yes. I did um, eight, didn't I? Is that what it was? I'm twenty. It was, I believe, it was eight. Yes. Um, and I also picked up. Was it a spell? It's not. It's actually a, a ranger feat called a uh, beast master. Which uh, at third level you get to uh, you get an animal companion. Oh, hell yeah. Everybody keep keep an eye out for uh, the canonically guaranteed animal companion coming at you today. Absolutely. And just you wait for the new cast member who's going to come and voice it. (laughs) Yes, please do it. It's just going to be somebody. (laughs) Hey, you don't know it's a dog. Bessie had a list of eight animals that she could have chosen from. Ribbit. 
You took one from me. Well, I take a lot of things from you, Bestie. Anthony, tell me about Arnold. <laughs> so Arnold leveled up and changed a lot of stuff. He he got smarter. He went to college. He went to the College of Lore, uh, which means I gained three proficiencies that I didn't have before. I, I have survival because I don't want to die. Um, insight, animal handling, all kinds of stuff. Um, I also I gained a, a couple more spells, which is pretty cool. Uh, I'm excited to play with those. I also have something called Cutting Words, which is basically like the bizarro inspiration. So I basically, I hurt people who are trying to attack rather than helping my friends. It kind of sounds like you're just mean. Cutting <laughs> words. I, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. I insult people. I have hurtful words, but, but, but the, in, I say it in the sweetest way possible. Like, so uh, someone's I, charging at you, like, yo, she was whack as hell, boy. <laughs> oh. And it hurts. In, in the deep in the core your it's jordans like, are fake as fuck <laughs> just as oh, yeah. as somebody's coming at you you just like point at their fantasy crocs what are those what are those can you tell me about cerulean how did cerulean level up um she got a couple of like fun spell perks um so i did twin spell and distant spell so I can double my spell's distance and I can select two, um, Tipians. what are they? The, the Targets. bad baddies. <laughs> I can take two baddies <laughs> at one time. Anywho. Offensive, offensive <laughs> spells? You heard it here first. Yes. She can take two baddies at one time. <laughs> Let's Quote do verbatim. <sighs> You're not wrong. Okay. I hate it here. We have to change the song now. <laughs> Two baddies at once coming season four. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> oh man. And then I also um selected Tasha's Mind Whip, which is a really freaking cool spell. Um yeah, and it it plays off of like the psionic thing that I'm kind of doing where I can talk in your brain and all that fun stuff. Very and she also it. got some hit points and all the normal all love, that jazz. Love, love hit points. Uh yes. Gary, tell me, about, tell me about tell me about Gareth. Gareth got six new hit points. Whoa. Uh as well as he he he's starting to think about his, his roots where he came from. He's diving a little bit into that arcane trickster uh uh, uh what's the word? Stuff stereotype archetype. Um, he, he's gained one new spell it's called instant brain hemorrhage it's pretty good it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> pretty self-explanatory it gives the user not the enemy the user an instant brain hemorrhage it's pretty great love that for them yeah yeah anybody else smelling toast <laughs> wow gareth apparently um all right, great. Well, you guys sound like a, ru a rough and rowdy crowd ready to kick Humble. some butt. So, um... I have one question. Do I yes. still look like a dwarf? Do I still look? I think I do, right? I mean, yeah, because you guys were headed like sort of directly to uh, where we're headed right now. So unless unless you made the conscious effort to change it, uh, you are just a neon orange bearded haired well, I mean, dwarf. In between the Temple of Gond and the Morgue, Arnold went to college. So I would assume he's changed out of his dwarf outfit. 
All right, fine. No longer a dwarf. That nah, he went to college all four years as this dwarf. He's so deep in his own cover. He's constantly recasting the spell, just holding it tight. I got this. That's how um, Arnold was escaping his fantasy student loan debt by going. <laughs> Uh, Arnold is is really getting into identity theft in season three. <laughs> nothing else. Um, okay, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a smash cut. Smash cut. Um, you are uh, standing across the street. It is a relatively uh, populated part of Waterdeep, uh, where the city morgue is located. It is located actually uh, ghoulishly. Two streets adjacent to what is known as the City of the Dead, or a Waterdeep Sprawling Cemetery. Um, the cemetery takes up several uh, dozen acres on the city's eastern side, spread out over a handful of hills and a slumped hollow in the center. Um, pockmarked by various mausoleums and uh, fallen gravestones in various states of like upkeep and decay. Uh, but the city morgue is located uh, a couple blocks to the west um, and is a fairly nondescript building with a uh, couple of lanterns hanging out front and some barred windows, presumably to keep out the rapscallions uh, trying to get into yes. mischief in the, uh, in the city cemetery. Uh, do I, do I see the person who gave, who pushed the note into my hand? Is he loitering around anywhere? Um, no, it's, it's starting to turn towards evening. Uh, this isn't a, uh, bars and restaurants part of the city. So the streets are starting to, to pretty visibly empty. There is an alleyway along one side of this, of this building, sort of like curving around to the back that is empty. Uh, and there are you know, like a handful of like horses and carriages moving sort of backwards and forwards, but nobody really like sort of like sitting on the scene. Cool. Cerulean's going to look at everybody and say, y'all want to look in that alley and see if we can get around back so we're not just like trying to barge through the front door somewhere we're not supposed to be. Or if one of us pretends to be dead, we could just walk in and be like, it's a morgue. We have a dead body here for you. So our game plan is playing possum. Yes. Do we have the prior knowledge of how dead bodies would be transported into a morgue? You've seen uh, several instances where like city branded wagons were sort of like uh, positioned by crime scenes where there were sort of like freshly dead people. Uh, it happened on your first night in Waterdeep where you first met Watchman Adam. Remember he was standing at a scene where there was a, a, a kerfuffle and a couple of dead people. Um, and then similarly, just the other, just the other day at Troll Skull, um, when that explosion happened, there was a, you guys saw a city watch uh, wagon being rolled up to load the bodies of the dead onto. So you could infer that it's uh, they're They're sort of like, just sort of like, Dropped off, Uber pool style. Bring out your dad. Bring out your dad. Regardless, I take out my disguise kit and I just, I'm already painting my face to look like a zombie. Like I'm totally going in and for like, I'm, I'm going to be. Wait, I, I vote Arnold as the dead body. If we go I there. think Arnold would be a great dead body. I'd be a fantastic dead body. I can stand still like nobody's business. the closest to death. So I think it just kind of stands to reason. I've been there. Yeah. I, I he's, seen, he's seen the other side of the veil. <laughs> <laughs> but do we look like the people that would bring the dead body in? 
I think Mel definitely does. I put fake mustaches on all of them. I would hang on really quick. I do want to know what these mustaches look like, Arnold. What what mustache do you give Mel? What mustache do you give Cerulean? How do you change Garrett's pre-existing mustache? Oh, uh, okay, okay. Well, Mel gets like the full like Nietzsche, like giant like whisker, you know, walrus yeah, stash. Yeah. Like a on Zoidberg. You okay. know? <laughs> like that's I'm gonna say Cerulean gets like the twirliest stash. Oh, okay. Yeah. It comes out, yeah. I love that, um, and I I like the idea that yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give um, Garyon just a white stash, like to make him more dignified. That's what it okay. is. It's just a very it's a thick stash, but it's white. Uh, it's you know, like against. Sam Elliott. Oh yes, full Sam Elliott. That's okay. perfect. We can Sam Elliott or Hulk Hogan, one or the other. Either way, he's going. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Let's go, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, brother. Like this, I look at him and go, here, here you go, brother. <laughs> and then I'm just like, uh, I don't Yeah. So I'm like, are we doing this? Are we really doing this? <laughs> so, I hope that you give yourself a mustache, even though you're going to be the dead body. I draw it on. I draw them. I, I gave you guys all of my, I only have so many mustaches so far. I have to collect more. So I'm just like, mm. I, draw, I draw on my, he, you know. He gave me a mustache <laughs> instead of himself. Somebody who already. You're his best friend. But you know, what? a great point. What kind of facial hair does Gareth have? He has the exact same that Garion has. I, I'm not very crazy. Okay, so you're going to have a Hulk Hogan white then, yeah. mustache and then a brown goatee. That's correct. <laughs> All right, so. Tracks. Freshly mustachioed. Uh, no. How are we, what is, what is the play? You have a cadaver and you are freshly mustachioed. Those are the two facts that I have. As you have a cadaver and you are fresh and mustache. I mean, as Arnold's best friend, I'll take the duty of having him like slumped over my shoulder. <laughs> yes. Okay. Are you going front door alley or are you front door? Front door. We have the dead, we have the dead body. Okay. Mel, you look like you have questions. <laughs> just sort of like in general. I have so Not many questions in general. I just I just don't think that we've really thought this plan. Correct. <laughs> Like, like we are carrying in a body. Like, like it looks like we murdered the body. And as someone who's done some murdering, I would like people to not think that when they. Oh no! See, like a mustache, no, but, but we didn't murder him, though. I know, but if if you're just carrying in a body and it's not, no, but how could they prove we murdered him if we did? A bag, or <laughs> I'm just saying, it looks pretty fucking. Suspicious. I just feel like if they're checking for cause of death, they're gonna notice the the very. Um, apparent fact that there was no death. Yeah, cause of death. Uh, my makeup <laughs> is immaculate. It is fr- flipping pinpoint. Okay, like, like, how dare you? I can hold my breath for six and a half minutes. <laughs> Sounds like you guys want to go straight to the front door. I love this plan. Who's first? Because Gareth is obviously supporting the fallen, the fallen uh, form. I mean, Arnold, I, are I, you... can, I can like kick down the door like they are like help. <laughs> Arnold, are you are you Arnold or are you still the dwarf from No, I'm Arnold. I'm dressed okay. I'm 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 zombified Arnold. I'm dead. Zombified mustachioed. Yeah. What, what if what if we let um Arnold and um and Garrett try the front door, at least create a distraction. Oh, so that's a good idea. Like sneak in. We can go run back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. And I can keep up with more things. No, normally, I'm not normally the one causing distraction. I'm normally the one sneaking past. This is a nice change of pace. We got this. Maybe. Okay. You want to know what my modifier on stealth is? What's that? Zero. Oh, well, fuck. Don't you? Uh, 
<laughs> Don't roll bad. Yay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's do uh, boys first. Hey, America, America's subtitle. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's so, applicable in so many ways too right it's great uh gareth you kick this door in uh and it and it swings it swings open it's not locked um you know, it's, looking, it's a pull door <laughs> <laughs> you break your knee <laughs> uh you are looking at a uh small sort of like disheveled lobby uh there's like a like a gently dying plant in a corner um there's like a there's like a stack of brochures like things to do in water deep that's like untouched um, and then standing behind the, the waist high counter is uh, a pretty confused looking uh, young human woman with like sort of like dirty blonde hair tucked into like a high pony. Um, and she looks at you and she says, uh, can I help you? Hi. Yes. Uh, do you take donations? <laughs> I hate it here. I hate um, it. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> well, I mean, that's not really, <laughs> that's not really like what we do here. I mean, like the city watch usually drops him off. Is he okay? Wait, so you're telling me a morgue that taking dead bodies is not what you really do? Well, yeah, but there's like a, there's like a procedure, right? Where like the, there's some paperwork that I think is filled out. This is, I'm, this is kind of like my second day or so. Okay. So like, I don't really. I, I, I'm pretty sure we don't take drop-offs or whatever. Listen, it's my second day too, all right? I'm, I'm willing to bet you don't see a lot of people come in with that. Well, I don't know where to drop this guy off, you know? I'm not going to leave him. I'm like pretending to be like a serial killer. I'm not just going to yeah. leave him in his bed. She says, where did you get him? Oh, God. This is a, uh, client confidentiality. Confidentiality. <laughs> Snitches get stabbed. Um, Cerulean is going to mentally message Arnold since he doesn't have to open his mouth to respond and Gareth is likely busy being alive. Um, And say, uh, how's it going in there? Do we like, do we need to go ahead and go back or? Do I need to kill anyone for real? (laughs) Calm down, Mel. Damn. Mel wants to know if she can murder people. So um, I say it. It looks like it looks like everything's gonna be okay. Uh, this this is it's it's going perfectly. We're doing great. There's no danger here. Roll for deception. I'm gonna say I think you guys should just come in, and we're gonna figure this out. Just come in. Julian looks at Mel and goes, "It's going horribly. We need to go around back. Let's go." (laughs) He said all of that out loud when no no. Yeah, the it's dead body's like, yeah, I think it's going pretty all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's going pretty good, I think. <laughs> Just dead body with a drawn-on mustache being like, everything's fine. I didn't realize I, I, we were I, like, playing at Bernie's here on He's <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> got like a pair of shades on. I'm doing fine. Like weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mel and Cerulean, what is the play? Are we going front door, back door? <laughs> the play is currently non trademarked Mountain Dew coming out of Katie's nose. Mm, and I'm, I'm, 
God, I love Mountain Thunder. <laughs> what? Oh, no, it's... A... Um, okay, so Cerulean looks at Mal and goes, so uh, Arnold said it was going perfectly, so I'm just going to assume it's not. That means it's going real bad. Um, but do we want to be part of that shit show or do we just want to like go do our own thing? I say we go around the back because well, if it's enough of a mess, then it'll be plenty distracting. And they'll, you know, if they get dragged away, maybe, maybe old Adam, boyfriendy boy, whatever he is, uh, can help us out. Scenario: If they start asking a lot of questions, you tell Arnold to just sit up. Just sit up. They think he's dead. Yeah, just, number one, but it has to be one of the. Yeah, like Frankenstein, Doctor Frankenstein. Uh, okay, um, moving down the alley. Are we doing uh, stealth checks, or are we just walking? I would like to look to see if I can see anybody, and that will determine if I'm um, still fully. Not, not obviously. The the alleyway looks empty it is also like dark and sort of like poorly lit however you have dark vision uh so i do it, not I don't do. you you uh, mel does that's right mel oh, yes. the alley is empty you know this you see this i do see this okay then we can just walk. i mean let's not like sing very loudly but we we can just right. okay we can sing right. a little quietly right yeah, yeah, yeah. we can hum just a little bless low. my soul non-copyright infringement herc is on our roll all right um, I'm going to cut that whole part out. No, no, you're not. I am. No, Absolutely every not. second of it. All right. So you no. make your way uh, down the alley. Um, and actually, as you're about halfway through, you do start to hear something and rounding the corner, you see that this, uh, morgue sort of opens up into like a little channel carved between, uh, the various buildings surrounding it. Um, very clearly like sort of like a loading dock scenario where these wagons do pull in, um, and there appears to be a sort of off-hours work function happening on the uh, the loading dock immediately behind the morgue. You see uh, an elf woman, a uh, a dwarf, and a young lanky human uh, kicking back and having a few uh, having a few brewskis. Uh, two of them are wearing um, sort of like white cloaks slashed with like. Uh, a green ribbon and the crest of of uh, what you assume to be like the it's it's vaguely similar to the crest that you've seen on the city watch uniform so like some sort of like official badge um, and they are uh, sort of drinking and and sort of convivially carrying on. I would like to walk right up to them if Mel's cool with it um, and just persuade them to let me in. Oh, God, because that works exactly zero out of how many times. I have a really good modifier. Uh, Okay. Uh, But I'm going to talk it through with Mel first because I'm not a jack wagon. Okay, so uh, Cerulean is going to look at Mel and say, do you want to just, like, go up to them and lie? Or do you want to, like, how do you want to play this? I mean, so I, my tendency is to go a little bit more stealthy, sneaky, but I'm choosing to trust, if if you think you got this, I will trust you on this, but don't you fuck me on this. Also remember, every other time I've got this, um, like the last time I had this, I got backhanded by a troll. 
So, uh, surely that wasn't the last time you claimed to have this. Yeah, episode one. Yeah, come on. This is episode, uh, and you claim to have this. I, I have no idea what episode this is. I'm pretty well, sure this is episode more than that. Yeah, come on. <laughs> but you lost um, something. So here, here's here's the real reason. Um, I'm not real sneaky, but I'm real talky. I told you, I, I will trust you. It's just that in the past, your real talkie wasn't as charmy as you. Yeah, you know what? My lies have worked. In hindsight, maybe we should have had the two sneaky people go around back and the two talky people up front, but it's too late for that. Yes, I know. But this is way more fun. So, so here so we go. So many more ways it can go wrong. Here we go. Okay, you roll up, uh, <clears throat> sort of just like, hey, y'all, what's up? The, uh, the lanky human uh, uh, boy, youth, street youth, uh, notices you first and says, "Like, hey, uh, what's up? You are you um, here for hi?" Oh, I should have done this first. Yeah. I am going to make it look like I'm just very strange and doing some weird, like, hello gesture, but I'm actually going to be casting prestidigitation and. I am <clears throat> going to, on the inside of like my cloak, I'm going to have a little, um, like I'm going to copy the insignia on their outfit that shows that they are like a government official. And I'm going to stick it on the inside of my cloak. All right. And just, um, I flash the insignia and oh, okay. say, we're new here. And, um, we're not really sure the the front. There were some people up there, and it looked like all oh, I don't know what's going on in there. Um, sure, murder so, was in there. So there's I don't know what's going on. Y'all actually might need to check on that. I have no idea. But um, I don't know where I'm supposed to go in, and I'm supposed to be assisting the uh, mortician. Okay, um, I would love a sleight of hand check as you attempt to fucking Febreze your way through casting a spell six feet away from these people. Oh, heck yeah. You said sleight of hand? Yeah. Okay, well, I have a plus zero, but I got a 17. All right, yeah, 17 is pretty good. Uh, you sort of, yeah, the the human youth's <laughs> eyes sort of like narrow for a second, but you, but you managed to like pass it. You flash this badge. Um, everybody is now turns to you and is and is sort of like looking at you curiously. Um, the dwarf uh, clears his throat and says, uh, yeah, I, I think you should go check out that situation at the front. That seemed pretty important. I mean, if you're first timers, you really want to check out the desk. Yeah, they're going to know what you, they're going to know what's up with you. There was a dead body up there. Yeah, this is a morgue. That kind of had that tends to happen. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, <laughs> shut up, Gary. Um, no, no. I mean, like, about to be another dead body here. Like potentially. Hey, um, what? Hello, who are you? That wasn't Mel. That she's, was Diana. She's she. Look, I have an ex. He's a stalker. She's me. She's my protection. Just don't mind her. Um, <clears throat> but. I see. So the the dead body, I understand is the morgue. I love to perform autopsies all the time. It's my uh, passion. Anywho, the, the 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 situation up front was less of a 
sanctioned dead body, more of a serial killer situation. Potentially, there was just a, a random guy and he had this um, very strange mustache. It was very white, but then there was a strange goatee happening here. They did not is it, match. Is it a little bit like y'all's mustaches? Because I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to say anything, but like they're objectively, they're they're pretty cool. <laughs> it's a condition. Um, that's how we met. Um, on, on the mustache on the mustache forum. <laughs> it's it's called mustachios disorder um but anywho uh he did not look like he was supposed to be toting around a dead body but he was toting around a dead body and i just don't know that i want to be around somebody that looks like they shouldn't have a dead body that does have a dead body because then you know you never know what they did to have the dead body so what does somebody uh, who looks like they're supposed to have a dead body look like <laughs> not like you <laughs> that's a compliment probably true kind of um, not an insult. It's the just... dwarf clears his throat and says, uh, "Hey, B- Benny, Benny, you should probably go check out the front desk situation. Yeah, like that sounds like you should probably go check that out, right?" And the human, the human youth, uh, immediately straightens and sets down his beer bottle and says, "Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I should probably go check that out." Um, and starts walking actually towards you around the alley. Um, and I immediately to Arnold, <clears throat> no. To Gareth, because Arnold can't say anything. No, that'd be really funny to tell yeah. Arnold. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> to Gareth, say, hey, you got an incoming. There's a guy coming to check out your situation. Don't know what's going on. <clears throat> At the front of the building, Gareth and Arnold. Um, this person uh, standing in front of you introduces herself as Bree. Uh, and Bree is in the, in the beginning stages of fully, fully freaking out. Um, she is, uh, sort of like grasping behind the desk and you can hear pieces of like rustling paper and clipboard sort of like banging against each other. And she says, I, I think there's, I think you have to fill out a form. I think it's, it's either, a, it's either a two, two, one B or did, did, did you pick him off the street or in a bedroom? Cause that's, I think that's a different form. So uh, you this- know what, Joe, just go ahead. Give me both forms. I'll fill them both out. <laughs> So at the at this point, I'm still just like slumped over Garion's shoulder. She's yeah. not seen my face at all, right? My arm, imagine my arms are, are da- dangling dead. Um, so in her like panic, I'm going to I'd like to just wipe my face so it just looks like I'm mostly dirty, like so I don't look dead anymore. I just want to like clean, and I'm gonna go. Okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna wipe my makeup off and go and just act super drunk is what I'm gonna do. Okay. So, that's my plan. <laughs> so do you want to roll intimidation? Because I tell you what, I'll give you the sweetest bonus you've ever had. In your life. <laughs> intimidation or deception? <laughs> no, I, so, okay. I, let me think. Do, I don't know. I, if you I, saw a dead body come to life. Would you be intimidated? No, but, but what I would, th- I'd actually be relieved. That's what I'm going for. I'm going to, to try to relieve her. And ah, like that way, scary. that way, it, that way it paves Gary in as being a hero. And it, because he was trying to do the right thing with this body that he found. And now I'm a drunk guy that they can work to help together. Okay. That's what I'm hoping. All to. Right, uh, so Gary sucks at his new job. Gareth, yes, so as, Gareth sucked oh, as a serial oh, killer. As a serial killer. It's a solid save, though, because at some point they would realize that uh, Gareth can't fucking read the forms. <laughs> you know, I think give me both forms because it truly didn't matter. I'll do it <laughs> fucking... 
just doodle on it. Just like sign the biggest <laughs> drawing ducks on every line. <laughs> my 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 signature is I actually just like draw a little picture of myself. <laughs> I like to think um, he just does like a little like portrait of Arnold and put X's on the eyes, <laughs> both forms, and just be like, here you go. <laughs> Clear as crystal. Uh, answer any questions you may have. Uh, <laughs> Bree screams. Pretty loud. Do um, like, we hear it in the back? Loud? Not that loud. No. Um, and and recoils uh, and says, "Like I thought you said it was dead." Um, Gareth is gonna look at Arnold, then look at Bree and go, "Um, well, this solves both of our problems. Looks like." Uh, you got that. You can take all those forms back. I don't need the. I set Arnold down. I, I just kind of stagger and sit and just kind of mumble to myself in a drunken state as I'm you know trying to pay attention to what they're saying. And I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll look at them and like mutter angrily like, next time I tell you to put the drink down, you put the drink down. I saw someone put some in it. In the back of the alley. <clears throat> after after this human youth leaves and sort of like walks sort of like around the around the alley, you hear his footsteps recede. This is the part where if I was Matt Mercer, I would actually make it sound like his footsteps are receding, but I'm not a fucking voice actor, so he just leaves. Um you bestie i would love an insight role from you please because you're probably paying i would say slightly more attention to sort of like the scene as a whole three three people in the back of the alley or four i don't remember how many i said uh, at the beginning because i'm not very good at this game did, did you do three like this yeah three i've only ever seen people with sausage fingers do a three like this Pretty rude. See, that's some fat fucking finger, though. Yeah, <laughs> damn. Bessie, what'd you roll? 15. 15. <clears throat> um, the bottles that these people are drinking from are unlabeled. Clean, uh, clean. How do you call it? There's no, there's, there's no like, like label residue or anything on them. They are just blank bottles. But they are all. Call it a homebrew. You're welcome. We'll be here all night. It's crazy because Alex is gonna have to cut out like six seconds of dead air after that (laughs) joke. That's insane. I feel like me not being funny and being sad about it is. Objectively funnier than the joke you were trying to make. What? <laughs> it's on brand. It tracks. It's fine. Uh, Bessie, just... you you also just noticed that these three are all like very much paying attention to you two. Um, and the the elf woman says like, so uh, what do you guys like? It seems a little late for you to be starting your first shift, don't you think? Like you should probably start tomorrow, right? Like, I'm sorry. They... Does death wait for anybody? Uh, it's a pretty, pretty sassy, but yet I will admit on, on point remark, uh, no, but, um, I think we're actually solid in here. I, I just talked to the, to the, um, how do you call it? Mortician. And he's, I think we're fine. So as much as I, um, would love to believe you, I don't like to leave my employment up to a stranger. Um, so I would love to check for myself. 
Uh, can I try to, can that be like a persuasion type deal? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like roll it? Roll it up. <clears throat> 16. Sure. Yeah, yeah, you can do that for sure. Yeah, come on in. Do you, do you need your angry looking lady to come with you or can, does she wait out here? I would prefer her to come with me. Uh, my ex is like the kind of crazy that knows they're crazy um, and then takes it a step further. So, y- yeah, uh, sure. You can. Uh... Yeah, come on in. No worries. Okay. Um, I'm going to just walk real confidently. Um, sure. <clears throat> and I assume a morgue would be like down. Uh, yeah, so so they're sitting at like a loading dock, and then there's like a slight a slight down ramp, and then there's like a door. Okay. So uh, and they just they just stand there, they just let you pass. Oh, they don't even like walk with me. Mm-mm. Oh no, we Bessie don't have the freaking with... scroll. Bessie, you going uh, with her? Oh yeah, I have it. Damn. We'll figure it out. That's fine. Don't worry, I'll read it. Ah. <laughs> uh, Okay. Bessie, I'm so sorry. I just asked you this, but are you, you're going with Cerulean, right? You're not like going to hang out. Okay. 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 Um, the two of you walk down the ramp. Um, and Cerulean, you put your hand on the door and like open it and it, and it opens. It's, it's not locked or anything. Uh, and the two of you feel daggers touch the back of your spines uh and you hear the dwarf say all right well let's take this real easy in the front of the shop uh gareth and arnold you uh brie has calmed down a little bit um and is sort of like less hyperventilating, more just ventilating. Uh, and you hear the door open and a uh, sort of lanky looking human youth comes in. And he looks at you before uh, looking at Brie and saying, hey, yeah, I was uh, checking it out. We, we heard from some from some people across the street that there was a co- there was a commotion in here. Some neighbors complained. Uh, yeah, huge uh, misunderstanding, really. A uh, friend here got super hammered. I thought he was dead. You know how it goes. Uh, so just dropping them off like you would your kid at daycare, except I wasn't going to come back. <laughs> like Just like my dad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's not a scenario that's ever really happened to me before. So uh, you guys are good though, right? Yeah, you know, I was wondering actually just real quick to make sure if the mortician could take a look at him, make sure he's not dead. He says, yeah, I don't. The mortician's uh pretty pretty busy. So if you guys are if you guys are all set, I think you should actually just like hit the road. We're about to close, right? And uh, we're having a little yeah, a little you know Friday evening brewski out back. So like we're just, we're just we're just not really we're full up. You know what I mean? No, we're full I, up. I I totally get it. You know, I just want to triple t- check, make sure. I mean, honestly, he looks kind of dead again. I, I point at Arnold in the chair, who is hopefully playing dead again. <laughs> Arnold. <laughs> 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 okay hang on so um i want to cast charm person on this guy and just act like i'm super happy and drunk that's what i want to do 
Okay. Uh, he 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 saves out of that, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Saving throw, wisdom thirteen is what it says. Ah, uh, he rolled a an eighteen. Of course he did. So I just keep acting drunk. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> just... All right. Fair enough. Just go in for like a big hug or something. Yeah. Play just like, oh, we're party. Did you say we're having fun, man? Let's go. Uh, he grabs you and he says, yeah, yeah, it's a great time. Like, what, tell you what, why don't you come out back with us? And he starts to steer you towards the front door and starts to like leave with you. Can I do an insight check? To, like, is he pulling him away with like malicious intent? The, is he trying to like just get him out of there? Is he trying to lead him somewhere specific? Uh, sure, roll it up. Cool, 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 cool. What's my insight? Damn, I'm a dumb motherfucker, dude. I got a 10. Uh, he doesn't seem to be leading. Like, he's not like, you know, it doesn't seem to be malicious. Okay. Uh, Arnold, are you like resisting this at all? Or you just being... No, I'm so I'm. Oh, I'm, you're I'm, hammered. That's right. So I'm hammered. So I'm acting hammered. And I'm going to kind of like look back at you, like kind of do like a. You're good. I'm going to distract this guy. Like, you know, so I'm like, oh, let's party, guys. Let's do this. I have instruments. I play music. Let's do this. And I'm just acting drunk and going. I'm going to go for the tried and true classic and look at Brie and go, is there a restroom nearby? (laughs) No. You have to leave. Two. Also, please. We're closing. I know this was a little bit jarring. I'm just I just need to be. Nothing weird about that. Right, yeah, but uh, we're closed. The bathroom is closed and dirty. Are there, you don't want to other... pee in a dirty bathroom. Are there other people in this lobby? Nope. No, it's just us? Okay. Uh, Gary, give me a perception check. Actually, please. Okie dokie. That's a positive modifier. Hey. Actually, Arnold, you give me one too, please and thank you, because this guy's kind of got you really close, so you'd, you'd yeah. be able to pick up a few details about him. Cool. Guess who rolled a 19, well, a 16 plus 3. 19's pretty good. Arnold, what'd you get? Oh, the 20. Awesome. That's a nat, a nat 20? Nat 20, yeah. Bang. Okay. <clears throat> Arnold, this guy escorting you, uh, he's got sort of like your arm like around his shoulder because I assume you sort of like threw yourself at him, sort of like, yeah. come here, buddy. Okay. Um, so he's sort of like holding your weight and as such, his sort of like white sort of like city robes uh, billow open a little bit uh, and you see that uh, they're very thick right very heavy robes almost like you know like you know heavy duty uh, city stuff uh, thick enough to disguise the spattering of blood on the inside of his breast oh, uh, okay. of of this robe uh, is Garion you notice out of the corner of your eye Stuck in the wall is a crossbow bolt. Just sort of poking out of the wall. Uh, These are not the city workers. Where, where is it in relation like to where Bree is looking? Immediately behind her head. Is, so she, like, was... at, is she at a desk? Yeah, she's standing behind sort of like a half, like a half counter. Like you would find it like any sort of like doctor or dentist's office. Cool. I have a super dumb fucking idea. I literally cannot wait. Oh no. The classic. How did that? Cr- hey, the crossbow bolt <laughs> in the wall behind you. How did that get there? Um. Total party kill. Her eyes, sort of like 
flicker? Uh, and she says, I, what are you talking about? There's in the wall directly behind you. This isn't like a gullible on the ceiling. If I had to. Right. Oh, yeah. Like if I say bagel really slowly, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to sound like, you know, something else. If, if I had a fantasy phone, I'd take a fantasy photo for you. But there is a crossbow bolt that I, it was almost like somebody tried to shoot the receptionist. How new did you say you were? <laughs> uh, she turns and looks at this crossbow bolt. As soon as she turns her head, I duck Ooh. below the death for a stealth roll. Hell yeah. All right. Give it to me. You know what? Take advantage because I was cool as hell. Yeah. Okay. Oh, first, first roll is an eight. Yikes. Well, it I haven't added the modifier yet, but you know, a- after that. Advantage. Advantage. You got this. Manifestation. Not 20. The 15 plus seven is a 22. Okay. Uh, you duck behind this uh, counter and sort of like instinctively like hustle around the corner yeah, so yeah, you're yeah, not in the same I know that's in the... the first place you'll look and look over the counter um you hear a rustling of fabric and a uh a, a, a clicking um and then you hear her uh mutter under her breath and swear out of your sight because you're tucked uh sort of behind this counter right, 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 right. uh arnold what do you do with this information uh, that this guy has melon surly and i know you're sort of <clears throat> held in stasis we're gonna i have not forgotten about you Fine. I don't value any of my vertebrae. So, so I okay. So I see him, and he's he's clearly has blood on him. Um, and I still I'm still acting drunk, and I'm just like, uh-huh. oh, buddy, are you okay, man? It, it looks, you know, like oh, You're covered in blood. <laughs> oh no, no, hang on, hang on. <clears throat> um, uh, well, yeah, hey, man, you uh, you okay? Is everything okay over here? Where are you taking me? Where are we going? Are we gonna party? Is there is everything all right there? Is there a Fight Club? Is it a Fight Club? Because I'm real good at Fight Clubs. You're fucking up the one rule, dude. <laughs> he uh he sort of like steers you to the to the, to one side, and he's like, oh yeah yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm fine. It's it's nothing to worry about. And he's angling you towards the uh towards the alley, towards to the side of the building. He says, yeah, there's there's it's not quite a Fight Club, but there's a club of sorts, and it's just around the corner. So like. You know, you said you, hey, party time. Let's like, let's go. Okay, I'll cast minor illusion, and it's just gonna be my friend's voice being like, "Hey, come back here for a second. and that's like off in the distance, as if he's calling to me. Like, the distance, like my voice? The distance where? Um, back to where we from where we came. Like, I'm I'm like I'm projecting as if my friend. So like, was so from the back. from the doorway kind of from thing. the doorway. Yeah. Ah, so it's right. like that's where I went. Yeah, after. and I, I I hear that I'm like oh. I'll be right back. You go ahead. I'll head this way in a second. Let me go. Let me go check on whatever that was. And I just like turn. Okay. Um, make a strength check for me, please. Okay. Just 15. Okay. Um, this dude tries, tries to choke up and grab your wrist before you, before you walk away from him. But you're just like, you're just like straight up too strong. So he awkwardly just sort of like stands there like, I. Yeah, you should probably check. Hammer is so strong. You should probably check that out. Yeah, I got, I, I got it, man. Don't worry about me. I got, I got this other thing actually. So you like you, you do your thing, and then I'll Mm -hmm. do my thing this way. Okay, so I, I just, I kind of keep an eye on him as I walk back to the room, but I don't go through the door. I just kind of keep, I look in if I can. I try to see what's going on. Okay, you look in just in time to see the uh, Brie, the receptionist, holding a hand crossbow, leaping over the countertop into the lobby proper. 
<laughs> Gareth, you hear uh, a set of footsteps and like a like a grunt um, as a as Bree like leaps over the counter. You can pretty hear it pretty quickly, mm-hmm. uh, or pretty clearly, I should say. What do you do? Um. Oh fuck. I think my goal, I want to see if I can make my way into the back without alerting the guard. Okay, well, there is a door uh, with sort of like a, a window through it that you assume leads to the back. I will say that there is a guard actively like, I'm going to say five feet behind you. You've got about one action before this person turns the corner and sees you. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go for it, I, I suppose. Throw yourself back there. Let's do it, man. Okay. Stealthy, of course. Sure. You throw you, you, I mean, stealthily, you open the door. Um, it squeaks because it's a door. Damn it. But I did it stealthily. That bastard. Uh, you see the same scene that Cerulean and Mel are about to see from the opposite side. Do I so see gonna... Cerulean and Mel with their knife, knives to their back or no? Not yet. Okay. We're going we're gonna to pause you right at the right at the door and we're going to flip it back to Cerulean and Mel. Cerulean and Mel. Uh, the elf woman, while having one uh, blade against Mel's spine, gently pushes this door open and says, like, go on. And uh, you see a morg. Um, but there's also a blade to my back, right? Correct. Yeah, the dwarf has a blade to your back. The elf woman has a blade to uh, Mel's back. Okay. Cerulean, I think you're actually technically going first in this sort of like theater of the mind order that we've got going on here. You yeah. are looking at a city morgue with black stone uh, tables and uh, doors sort of pocketing the walls. However, all of the details of the city morgue immediately escape your notice because you're you're too busy staring at the central figures in this room because the central figures in this room are a a gentleman in a brilliantly cut black cloak uh, with silver trim gently stirring a cup of tea he has uh his long hair tied back in a bandana and a black beard shot with gray uh and he is speaking to what appears to be a ghost tight and uh body before we did as you walk through mel you recognize the form of the pirate captain yeah, that you Fuck shot yeah, in the neck a couple a uh, couple days back, and actually, as he turns to you in sort of like a mild, polite curiosity, uh, there is a recently healed cut, sort of at the open collar of his shirt, uh, and he arches an eyebrow and says, uh, "Oh, visitors." Oh, um, Cerulean with this knife to her back. And the dwarf that is is a man that was holding it to my back. Correct. Yes. Kind sir, if you would remove the dagger from my back, I said that being a mortician's assistant was my passion, not what I'm phenomenal at. If you do not remove that dagger from my back right now, I will put your brain in two pieces and then it will run down the back of your throat. Uh, the dagger does not move. However, uh, the figure in the center of the room raises his teacup and says, you know, technically the brain's already in two pieces. (laughs) 
Um, I uh, do. I know you from somewhere. Is he talking to Mel? He is talking to Mel. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel. Those faces. <laughs> oh I'd yeah, I forgot he's hot, right? Oh, he is. If he's still so hot, if he's still hot, dead. He's, well, he's not dead. He's he's alive. He's walking to the dead, which in some ways makes him hotter. <laughs> uh, but he is talking to you, Bessie. I'd, I'd like to know you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> in the biblical sense. Oh gosh. Yes. Yes. Um. I'm sorry, what did he say? He said, <laughs> he said, do I know you from somewhere? But he said it with like a twinkle in his eye. Like clearly he, he clearly he remembers. Um, I, I came to, to check on, on that. How's that? Oh, that's very kind of you. It's actually healing quite well. It was a, uh, an excellent shot, I must say, but, uh, I've lived through worse. What exactly are you doing here? That's an incredibly long story. I'd love to tell you, but you've got you got a thing in you got a thing in my back. Is that a is that a metaphor for oh the dagger? Yes, of course. Uh, uh, is so that your dagger? Are you just happy to see me? Uh, Why is your penis so sharp? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was very subtle. Period. Yes. <laughs> Episode title Why do you think it's so sharp? <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to yet another episode of Critically Stupid Season 2 Thank you so much for being here uh, My name is Alexander James, I'm the Dungeon Master And I'm just generally stoked um, we are, as per usual, playing a loose interpretation of Waterdeep Dragon Heist, an official Dungeons & Dragons licensed module written by Chris Perkins, Michelle Carter, Scott Fitzgerald Gray, and Kim Mohan. Um, if you or any of your buddies, your pals, your squad, uh, want to get into d and I recommend going to dnd.wizards.com. They've got all sorts of things for you to start your own campaign. Uh, they've got dice and books and pencils and branded fanny packs for you to put those pencils and dice into and carry them around. You're very mobile that way. It's it's incredibly convenient. As always, you can tweet us at CritStupid uh, to end up as a character uh, on the show. I've had a couple characters in previous episodes. I've got a lot more coming up in the future. Um, and I love using our community names to name those little, those little characters that tend to show up and, and be fan favorites. Um, so tag us in a post. Let us know how, you th how, how we're doing. And I'll use your name in a future episode. Um, we're trying something new for seasons two and three. We're going to have branded graphics, the creators of the show that we're going to be sharing that say like, you know, listening to a new episode or like coming up this Friday. Um, keep an eye out for those images. If you share them and tag us the show with them, um, your name will go into a pool to be a featured listener. And I'll, I'll display your handle in a mid roll, such as this one, um, shout you out for listening. And then also try to, to, to prop up any projects that you're obviously working on or that you're pretty passionate about um, to the best of my ability. And uh, yeah, it's a little bit of free promotion for you and it's great for, for you and for the show. So let's let's get in it together. Symbiosis, baby. Um, 
we are doing a big push to get to a thousand subscribers on YouTube, that big magical number that lets us buy better equipment and uh, subscribe to better recording software. So if you haven't already, I would love it if you could subscribe to the show, if you could recommend it to a friend and have them subscribe. Uh, if you listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any of those audio-only mediums, if you could leave us a rating and a review. Um, really anything to like get us kind of pushed up in that algorithm, get us in front of new people who might like the show like you do, hopefully. Um, I think that's it. Thank you so much for being here. I very, very much appreciate you, and I love you. All right. Uh, he says, uh, oh, Solis, you can drop that. She's not going to hurt anybody. Yet. That'll burn. Uh, come on in. Come on in. Don't, uh, don't be shy. I've uh, just got one more question here, and um, then we'll have a little chat. Is this the dead body that we were going to question as well? Ooh, that's a great question, uh, Srulin. Why don't you give me a uh, a quick perception check? Let's see how many details you're you're picking up in the midst of this sort of like hectic scene. So, I'm I manifesting a map, right? Uh, Gareth, what'd you say? I don't see this. I'm in a nearby room, not the same room. Yeah, no, you're you're in a set in a period of stasis, just like Mel and, and Katie were. So, just hang on a second, Katie. What'd you get? Get it? Yeah, nat twenty. Yeah, I went. I'm gonna manifest oh. a natural twenty and just. This person is talking to a figure with sort of like a like a drawn drab face. Um, they're wearing uh, sort of like plain clothes, but they're marked up with like a bunch of tattoos. Uh, one of which is a winged snake across the inside of their throat. Cool. I will save you. I will save you the note hunting. The winged snake you've seen before is a tattooed sign of the Zentarim or the Black okay. Network. Oh, that's the rival gang to the Ten Spokes, right? Of the Xanathar, yes, with Sylvie and. So, uh, <laughs> do, do I recognize on Pirate Boy? Um, Pirate does man. he have a snake tattoo anyway? He is. Uh, he is pretty pretty heavily tattooed. What the fuck did you just say, Bestie? <laughs> nothing uh he is he is pretty heavily he's pretty heavily tattooed um actually he extends one hand to drink from his teacup and you can see that he's got um a series of faces tattooed across his knuckles that's hot. Pretty, pretty intricate detail um I and then he killed people and have tattoos of i don't have the tattoos yet but you'll get, you'll get there bestie don't worry about it uh the short answer uh katie is not overtly no so not visibly are there uh, any other things that I noticed with a natural 20? You notice a lot. You notice a lot with a natural 20. There are um, a number of doors sort of like along this wall that have been opened. Uh, a couple of tables are haphazardly like pulled open and closed, sort of like they were clearly they were look, looking for something specific. Exactly. Um, there is another door on the far side of this room with a little porthole in it. Um, and there are no less than three dead bodies on the floor, literally around this guy's feet. He's actually resting his feet on one. Oh, good. Do I, through a porthole of another door, see Gareth? Not yet. The, the timing of the scene is a little tricksy because I deliberately held you two in stasis to like bounce back and forth. So not yet. 
Okay. And how many people are in the room? So it is the, it is, uh, this, this gentleman in the black cloak, the one would assume ghost, uh, the two compatriots at your back. <clears throat> and then you remember there was a third person at the dock that you don't see probably left, left behind as a lookout. Okay. Um, but I don't the, know if this is the person I'm supposed to be talking to that's dead. You do not. And actually, as you as you look to sort of like scry some details from this face, uh, this gentleman takes another sip of his tea and he sets it down in a saucer and he pulls a silver spoon actually out of nowhere, just sort of like from his sleeve and stirs it. Mm-hmm. Um, and very gently asks, so who has the stone? Um. And there, the figure is a, this figure is a, is outlined in a pale green nimbus, almost like the flash of St. Elmo's fire against the horizon. Um, and its edges are faded, almost like in a, in a spectrally sort of like blur. And as it opens its mouth, um, Cerulean and Mel, I would love you both to make constitution saving throws. Bessie, you've got a saving throw box and there's a constitution score in it. Oh, that's, that's going to be the D twenty okay. plus that's score. Not really too terribly worried about this one. I don't even know what my mother is. You said intelligence, constitution, constitution. constitution. Oh shoot, twenty two. Wow, quite good. Yeah, I got a sixteen and I plus six month. I'll find it. I got you. You're fine. It's under your like normal, like your strength and your dex, and it's like over to the left, I believe. Constitution. 18. 18. Okay. Um, Neither of you take damage as the sound of screeching metal on metal and like nails on a chalkboard surrounds the words coming out of this figure's mouth as it says, Rock gnome took it. The, the only gnome we've met so far was the homie with the bear, right, Sean? The there have been two. There have been two. You've you've seen Zoblob, um, exactly. Very good. And and Daniel, the gnome with the gorilla. I'll tell you right now. Hold on, isn't in the in the little cute little cinematic intro you did? Wasn't there a gnome with a jewel of sorts who ran into an apartment? And then fled into the night. I remember shit. I will tell you right now. You can. Who eliminate... was looking at a stone? Look at you. You can eliminate Daniel uh, because that guy's a. I love him, but he's an idiot, and he's not <laughs> relevant to the story in any capacity. <laughs> um, Gary and I will neither confirm nor deny that the cinematic intro to the show featured a rock gnome looking at a stone that was covered in blood. Cool, 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 cool. Good on you for remembering that. I did not. Um, <clears throat> and uh, this pi- this uh, this figure in the black cloak leans back as this uh, spectral figure swells and then uh, 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 deflates almost like a balloon, like the air has been let out of him, and he vanishes into into nothing. But it's not funny. It's like a menacing balloon. Oh, okay. So minus the fart noise that I just made. Yeah, exactly. See, I was thinking like it expanded and then like blinked out like a vortex. Or like a, like a collapsing star. That yeah. would have been yes. cooler. But no, I went with a balloon because I'm a writer. 
and very good at what I do. <laughs> At least you didn't say like a whoopee cushion or something, you know. That um, so this figure in the black cloak stands up, uh, sets his sets his teacup on one of the tables, actually next to a corpse. Um, Baller. Uh, and turns to you and says, "Like, all right, now I think we can talk about uh, exactly why you're here. Because once is a pleasure, twice is a question. Still a pleasure." Now the door slams open and you see uh I didn't slam it. I was very stealthy. You were stealthy, Gareth, uh, but you were also in a very small room being actively pursued. So all right, I will say you didn't slam it, but the door opens noticeably. <laughs> like a car accelerating, exactly. No, that's <laughs> not what that sounded like in person. My bad. <laughs> the car opens like a Ford Mustang revving up to 60 to I just, 60. I just want to know what car you have that sounds like a sewing machine engine. I have a New York City subway car. You own a subway car? That's Holy shit, right? I'm, I'm, I am a member of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's why I legally had to talk about the Band-Aids a couple episodes ago. <laughs> okay. Um... I'm going to look at the pirate dude. Um, I guess with a natural 20, Cerulean would notice that he is objectively very handsome. Yes, I will say Cerulean, he is quite hot. I feel like I could figure that out with a one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Context clues alone, this dude be dripping. I haven't even seen him yet. I just got in the room. I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) So we're talking like Jason Momoa is up in here. I'm actually not going to, I'm not going to attach a picture to it because it's better for you to just imagine whatever. Cause like, I see somebody different than you see than, than, than Mel sees like. She's going to be pretty composed, but she's going to stutter at the beginning. Cause she doesn't have a lot of experience with uh, people. She thinks are attractive. Okay. <clears throat> and um, yeah. Ouch. All of us. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all a bunch of uggos. <laughs> Have really you not noticed your mustache, like, ma'am? Like, what are you? <laughs> oh well, yeah, my gosh, quick, we both quick, still I have mustache. Hold on. I want to take off my mustache real fast. No, no. Canonically, back. canonically, it stays on. Damn. Um, and she's gonna, she's gonna go. Quick. <laughs> um. But By the way, have you committed. been on the mustache forums? Because might I say, <laughs> God bless. So she's gonna look at him and just say, uh, "I feel like I would like some answers, considering I'm not the one that held a dagger to your back." Um, you know, except for that one time that my friend put a crossbow in your neck, but it's fine. Uh, I just, um, I'm coming here to do some communing with the dead. <clears throat> and by that, I mean, I, m- morticianry is my passion. Um, but she just looks at him and, and says, but seriously, I, I, why, 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 why are there so many dead people? Um, and she's not referring to the morgue part. She's, no, I, I she's did get directly yeah. looking, but then I, I. Katie realized as soon as she said it out loud that she's literally in <clears throat> a morgue. A morgue. You you bust into this room stealthily. Stealth, stealthily. Um, and this guy uh, 
turns to you and Mel, I think you, I think you notice it first. Um, the, the cool sort of aura facade vibe exterior you know, you know what's really fucking helpful is when you're trying to think of a word and there are two ding dongs suggesting all the <laughs> wrong words malarkey you <laughs> notice you notice the cool <laughs> malarkey on his face sort of like evaporate um composure and out of nowhere there's a hand crossbow in his hand and he's pointing it at uh garyan who i assume is like sort of like hunched over because he was being pretty stealthy I mean, Gareth will hold his hands up in a pacifying <clears throat> gesture because something tells me with the crossbow ball pointed directly at me, he sees me, right? He he does. He does, yes. I mean, I will say, it was a good stealth check, Gareth, but, like, there is one door into this room. <laughs> well, what can you do? There were, they, there were two doors, the one from outside. That's true. They're, they're, but you opened the other one. Yeah, so. well, uh, that'll do it. All right, so, Gareth, you stand up, sort of like... yeah. Um, Cerulean, when she sees Gareth completely by himself, immediately starts to panic. And internally, she's not, she's going to try to keep her face together. And she is going to very aggressively into Gareth's mind say, Where is Arnold? And then she's going to try to try to get in touch with Arnold and make sure, like, he's alive. Gareth is going to, like, visibly wince because she basically just shouted into my dome. Um, Jesus, he's fine. You know, you could also just ask Arnold. I don't hey, know. Arnold. I, it's been kind of too long. Hey, I Arnold. think I can probably. Hey Arnold. <laughs> hey, Arnold, what are you up to? Hey, Arnold. So, okay, so from I'm from the outside of the, the morgue, um, can, can I see inside and see like what the woman is doing inside? I guess, can I see so her I at all? I think where you fall in this sort of like haphazard order that I'm going in, uh, you see her whip around the corner with her hand crossbow out. So she's she's going around the corner, sort of like deeper into the morgue, clearly in pursuit of your colleague and uh, erstwhile best friend, Gareth. Okay, so she is going in the same direction that he just went in. Correct. Know? Okay, gotcha. Um, that. Okay. I lock the door behind me. <laughs> I, lock. I, go door. <laughs> I go home. Go <laughs> home. I go and ah. kick it with those people having brews. So, actually, you know what? Screw it. I have an idea. I'm going to cast this guy's self, and I'm going to look like the bloody guy that tried to drag me away. I'm just going to look like him. Uh-huh. And I'm going to enter the door. I'm going to enter the door. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Um. Yeah. So you you change your appearance and um uh walk through the lobby and she turns she hears your your footsteps on the on the floor and turns um and she goes oh uh benny uh i thought you i'm, I'm gonna mimic i'm gonna mimic uh the guy's voice since i'm i'm you know proficient at that and i'm going i'm gonna say i took care of that one where's the other guy i think he just i think he just went through this door right here do you want to i, I mean go, I'll, I'll take Captain, care of it. Captain, Captain Starsong's in there. He told us not to disturb him. So like, oh, Starsong knows. Starsong and I get a like. He knows. I'll take care of this. Don't worry. You 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 rest. And I, I like. I'm gonna try to just kind of persuade her to let me walk by, and go find him. Okay. All right. Persuasion um, check. Yeah, it's gonna be a persuasion check. Got it. All right. Give it to me. 
Let's see. Honestly, I don't know how she could have possibly figured out that I got 20. I got 13 plus 7. 20. A dirty 20. That's yeah. Dirty. Yeah. Damn, plus 7 is fucking That's crazy. <laughs> All right. Um, Charisma. She lets you pass, uh, but she has not taken her finger off the trigger of the hand crossbow. So she is she is on high alert. Um, you walk through this door as I think I think you walk through this door just in time to see Gareth stand up with his hands above his head. Okay, gotcha. So now you are all uh, in the same room on the same timeline. I did it, but we don't yeah, know that that is Arnold. Oh shit! You see a gangly human youth walk into the room behind Gareth uh, and say. I say, oh, there you are. And I put my hand on Gareth. Okay. Um, this figure in the black cloak says, uh, ah, yes, Benny. I knew you were a uh, worthy addition to the gang. Well done. Um, Cerulean is screaming into Arnold's, where are you? Like, where are you? It's, I'm right here. I'm right here. What do you mean? I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> he says I'm just right here. I'm right here. I'm right, he right, I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm like, you see me? I see you. You see me? I'm right here. I and just, so she just like has this like moment where she just like squints her eyes and it's like, <clears throat> so I would like to try to see if that's Arnold. I think that it it's a spell, so I think you have to. It has to map. Yeah, go Gar- above the spell Arnold, you, you can't you can't drop it for one person because that would be ridiculous. But okay, I get it. You make sense. That makes sense. Let me see. You're okay. gonna think that I'm like absolutely. Sorry. Don't pick it up and hold it up to the camera. Did you did you get it? Yeah, Not I got 20. it. Twenty. No oh, shit. Oh okay. uh, yeah, it's Arnold. You can see it. Okay. You actually see um, him hunch hunch down a little bit. He doesn't have to be, but he's like he's like squinched just so that he fits inside his own illusion nice <laughs> um so, so i immediately will say into gareth's head and mel's but i'll have to do them one at a time i will let both mel and gareth know that arnold is the benny that we see um i think the i think this uh figure would turn to mel because this because mel is like the most intriguing to him of uh of sort of anybody and he'd say uh so what uh brings you along my neck of the woods nah. my neck of the woods puns bestie puns are the i am in character i am in character time. right now bestie if you could please respect the space thank you Puns are the lowest form of comedy. That's what I'm saying. Just I do remember somebody very intelligent saying that, and I will. I do I believe don't. that's true. Wow. If you could okay. hear my eyes. <laughs> Wait, what? Mel. No. I just said I remember someone very intelligent saying that. I just said I don't. <laughs> okay, bet. Okay. All right. Um. Just like, oh, what brings you to my neck of the woods? And he's still pointing like a. Bow. He's he's lowered his hand crossbow because he saw Benny come up behind uh behind Gareth. So he assumes that one of his men sort of like has the has the drop on him. So he's just sort of like staring at you in mild curiosity. I'm gonna say, um, I think that 
we're here for the same thing, actually. Whoa, fuck. What's the name? What's the name of the lady on the note that I got? Um, it is something Raven. Lady Haven uh, Ramalia Haventree says hello. <gasps> yeah, I, okay. can I can I just say like with my hands down like I'm just here I'm just here to talk to uh, Ramalia Haventree here for a meeting. Oh, we don't know what she's associated with. I'm worried All about right. it. Going out on a limb. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um that uh that that intrigues him. That pulls him away from Mel, which very few things have been able to do in the last five minutes. Um later. Uh and he he cocks his head at Gareth and says, um My breath catches. <laughs> I said he cocks his head. Yeah, but he made eye contact. He did. That's enough for me. Um, he says, uh, Lady Haventree doesn't really stoop to this level of, uh, operation. This is, this is frontline work. And, uh, the leader and patron of the Harpers can't be seen breaking into the city morgue. Well, I agree. You certainly can't be seen breaking into the city morgue. So nobody saw anything, right? I didn't see anything. That would be pretty convenient because you've seen me. I don't even know who you are. Which is just true. I've never seen him before in my life. Right. I was just waiting for the outburst from Arnold, but Arnold is in character right now, which I appreciate I the hell out I'm of. Yeah. Um, he looks between Mel Cerulean and, and Gareth, who he is, he assumes is like the, the entirety of the, the homies here. <laughs> and then he looks at the bodies at his feet and all of you notice sort of immediately um, that the, the bodies are split sort of in, in two. Um, one of them is a white robed uh, city official. It's a, it's a person who works here actually, who is dead. Um <laughs> Uh, the other two look like pretty, pretty wicked ruffians, uh, face tats, shaved eyebrows, which everybody agrees is the, is the hallmark sign of somebody who's bad news. Um, and, uh, are we talking missing eyebrows or like the little, no, like they, like they, they themselves have carved a little, not like, come on, bro. Anyway, um, but he looks at these sort of like ruffians at his feet and says like, well, uh, I'm, I must be candid. I think it would be best if I vacated the premise seeing as how we have almost certainly alerted the city guard to our presence. And, um, well, I might not be lady Romalia Haventree, but captain Davil Starsong can't be seen breaking into a city morgue either. So you say Davil? Davil. Yes. I, I thought the Rillian said that out loud for a second, like making fun. You say fucking Dave. Davil? You're not hot at all. D A V I L. David? David? So um, he turns back to Mel um, and says, If I can be assured of your cooperation, I think that we can all leave this evening amicably. No harm, no foul. Um, provided, of course, that perhaps I could see you again. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
does she just like pat like just do you stop being able to oh, function just, at that point? No, like I'm like way cooler and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mel is way cooler than yeah, Mel is really confident and calm all the like, time. Mel is just like, yeah. Um, so so Mel would say, um, I think, I think, yeah, I'm definitely gonna I'm gonna wanna I'm gonna wanna check on that at, at least one more time. Just just make sure that that it's healing up. It's oh, good ran check. Yes, it uh it could be infected. We might have to get some of that poison out. So uh, he and his his ruffians turn to leave. Actually, he he orders them to put their put their arms up, um, and unless provoked by you guys, they're going to roll out. But Benny can't. No provocation. Um, um, I will just say, um, hey, um, I I don't I don't want to put you out. Um, we don't we don't really know where we are we we got caught up we're we're new around here would it be a problem if if one of your one of your guys just helps help guide us out of here when we were done we'll be quick what about what about that one over there that one that's standing over by by our by our other friend he's got a little book what what if he just <coughs> helped us get out of here uh, and Cerulean goes at the very least. Turn my to- eyes at him, and you know, take take a page out of Cerulean's book. And but I actually like him, unlike Cerulean, who's tugging on Adam's oh. heart for for no reason except her own selfish. I actually would like to marry this guy. I love this. How you call this out? I was. I was cute, li- okay. Dude, like a split second before Mel said that I was going to be like, oh yeah, are you also going to lie about your name, identity, and intentions? My intentions are pure. I doubt that sincerely. Yeah, 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 you know, that part was a lie. My intentions are notably the opposite of pure. With yeah, Keep the details to yourself, please, and thank you. Go ahead and roll that persuasion check, though. Wait, is that a thing? If Cerulean tries to help her with it, can she get an advantage? Actually, if anybody tries to throw in and give her, so, give her, I'll also do bardic inspiration. I can give her that. Okay. So, best, so, uh, Cerulean, what do you say? Um, I say at the very least, I think he was the last one to see our other friend, and I need to know where he went. Can we talk to him for a minute? All right. Uh, Bessie, roll that persuasion, roll it twice, take the higher of the two. And then bardic inspiration is a d6 plus right? d6. Yeah. Higher the two, 17. All right, now take one of those, take a D6, just a regular six-sided die, and roll that and add it to it, please. That was only a three. Meh. All right, so zombie 20. Um, that was to add to your roll. Yeah. I'm like, what's a zombie 20? It's a, it's, a, it's a 20 made from different numbers. Like if you roll a nat 20, that's a critical success. But if you get to 20 with like a 17 and a three or a 16 and a four, et cetera. Um, but Captain Dave Star Song hesitates for a moment and then shrugs and says, yeah, sure. Benny, check in with you later, bud. I just kind of, I, I do like a, you know, gotcha. Um, and Cerulean you know. just whispers to Mel, gonna get back in contact with that hunk of a man love finds a way <laughs> i gave him my fantasy phone number <laughs> fantasy phone yeah fantasy um, he added me on fantasy snapchat he uh 
gonna slide you, into fantasy Twitter DMs. They they walk out of the room. Um, and actually, as just before this dude's sort of uh, black cloak leaves the doorway, he flicks his fingers um, and a single sealed piece of parchment bound with a red ribbon flies across the room and lands exactly uh, in front of Mel. I hope I really hope he gave it to me again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why do they like keep giving me all these fucking papers? <laughs> <laughs> just catch it or is it i don't yeah, know you can catch it you can just sort of get out of the air Excellent. can we infer that he is a wizard you can infer whatever it, you want it, i'm it not gonna tell you shit. something out of thin air so right okay um are they out of the room they are gone it is it is just you okay um i'm gonna oh man and benny's gonna be out there and have no idea what's just happened I am going to turn to the door that they have just left out of, and I'm going to shove one of the exam tables with a body on top of it in front of it. So if they try to come back in, they can't. Um, uh, and these then, exam tables are like thousands of pounds. You, you <clears throat> dislocate your shoulder. Then they'll really not be able to get in. <laughs> okay. There's a, there's a, if I, if I may, if I may be so bold, uh, there's a bolt that you can. Okay. I'm going to lock the door. All there right. you go. So cool. Um, I'm going to lock the door and then turn to Gareth and say, we've got like five minutes. We need that scroll and we need to figure out which body to talk to. So I'm going to encourage everybody to start opening up the, the, the doors that have all the bodies and look for like a toe tag that says something about them yeah. dying in a fire or by troll skull manner, like on our road. That's cool. I had an idea in case to buy us time. Arnold, if you were to lose the thing. Yeah, that's my plan. Yeah. So, so at this point, if they show up again because they got Benny or whatever. We're, we're just going to say our friend showed up and he said that he knew the way out. We told Benny to go. We don't know what he's confused about now. Just hypothetically. Yeah, I, I was going to say I canceled. I canceled my disguise self anyway. And, just and like, also okay. on Benny's way out, he hit his head really hard on the door and doesn't remember any of the past like five minutes. <laughs> he thinks he was somewhere uh, else. It's weird. Oh, you, yeah. all the you, 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 you search through uh, sort of all of these doors. Um, what are you? What are you looking for? Like, for, like, like you're looking for from locations from like troll skulls specifically. Yeah, and I'm looking for like obvious burn victims because okay. explosion. Oh yeah, and you. Gareth pulls out the scroll and also like three receipts from troll skull going. It's it's one of these ones. <laughs> And Cerulean just looks at him and like plucks the spell scroll out. Um, We've got to teach you how to read. There are uh, a number of, I mean, this like it's a morgue, so there's a lot of bodies. However, narrowing your search from by burn victims specifically, there are only um, 11 or so bodies that are sort of like immolated to the point of being considered a burn victim. Of those 11, uh, four of them are from Troll Skull Alley. There are uh, three humans, and then, then there is one diminutive figure that looks to be the remnants of a rock gnome. Okay. We should use our scroll on one of the humans. Our one-time use scroll, our one and only scroll. Let's like, use it on one of the humans. <laughs> swear on Absolutely. good and holy. Um, so Cerulean says, this looks like it might be our guy. Um, yeah. Little guy. And I think uh, this might be our gnome. Yep. Um, are we good with using it on this guy? 
Can I do an investigation check or something? Yeah, sure. Give it, roll, right, roll it up, Arnold. Yep, I'm gonna do it just to. I'm sure that's the right answer, but let's do it. You might as well be smart. I got uh 13. Yeah, it's a rock gnome. Okay, I mean that's all, that's all we know. Okay. So. Um, there's a, the we... tag on the tag on his toes says uh. Joam Deer. Improv, baby. I have never been the victim of a more savage attack than Garyon looking the camera dead center and saying improv, baby. <laughs> you know, he is our improv extraordinaire. How yeah, fucking local, dare you. local improv expert. <clears throat> All right, Cerulean. Um, I'm gonna cast the spell with the spell scroll and okay. try to talk to J- Jome Deer. Jome Deer. Yes. You uh, cast the spell, being that it is a spell scroll, it's pretty easy to use. It's it's like a one-time, you know, like tear here and it, and it does a thing. Um, and you place your hand on the chest of this rock gnome, uh, sort of muttering this incantation. Um, and you feel this like sort of like arcane power travel like from the scroll, like burning through your skin, traveling up your veins uh, and sort of like down your other hand. And as you mutter the last word of this spell, you see this figure's eyes flutter open. But where the previous ghost's eyes were a pale spectral green, the eyes staring straight into yours are blood red. And two hands slam against your wrist. Like to pull it off of him or to hurt him? to hold you fast. Uh, And the last words, or the last thing you hear is a deep guttural laughter. Probably. The last thing I hear. 